0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, vlogs such as 5 Minutes with a G, The Straight Shoot in View, Coaching with JBK, Audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify, Mixcloud and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and our official website www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat, the pitch is where we sleep, and the pitch is where we talk. I can see you now. I can see you now and then. I can see you now. Welcome to Coaching with JBK. Welcome, welcome. It's yours truly JBK with another roundup of the WSL games. And the FA Cup games. I hope you guys haven't missed me. I've been away for a whole month. Back again. There was international football in between that. For the women's game. But I hope you guys have enjoyed your time away from this. I hope you haven't missed me too much. But I have missed you guys. I've missed you guys. So we're going to round up from the FA Cup games. To this weekend's games. So starting from last weekend to this weekend. And I'll give a special mention to Carly Lloyd towards the end of this so we'll start with the first game of the weekend from last weekend halloween day the 31st of october so the first game of that day was manchester city against chelsea the holders against the wsl champions and it was the first time chelsea had ever beaten manchester city at their ground Crazy, crazy, but they won it with a three-nil scoreline. And just to put it into context, Manchester City have a lot of a lot of players away, and it hasn't been easy for for a team of Manchester City status to have quite a few, basically an injury injury ravaged team. There's not there's not many ways that you can actually say this. It's an injury ravaged team where they have two goalkeepers out, their first and second choice. And they've got mainly most of their back line. They don't have, they have a lot of strikers missing. Um, their midfield has had to basically change positions. Um, at the moment, this, their top star so happens to be Lauren Hemp. And she's used her, her gifts wisely to get down the left hand side, try and get some crosses in, and possibly even get a goal, uh, one or two goals on, on the way. It's not been easy for, for Manchester City, but they've they've kept up as much as possible. Unfortunately, on this day, they were, out of, they were out of luck, unfortunately. So the holders no longer will defend their trophy, unfortunately. So Chelsea with three goals, two of them coming in the first half. The first coming from Aaron Cuthbert with the first goal. The second one from... Melanie Lupos, that's another goal that's coming through, and then the final one happening in the final in the final few minutes of the game from Beth England. Not easy. With that many players out, it will be interesting to see what Manchester City are like when they come back. When they come back. So I think it will be a different a different side to that will happen. A different side to Manchester City when um, everybody's back. But at the moment, this is what happens. Got to play with what's in front of you, and Chelsea did take the game to Manchester City. They were respectable in their in their play, but at the same time, you have to press, and that's what they did. They pressed in the right areas. They stopped Manchester City from playing out um, as much as possible, and they won the they won the second the second battles quite um, quite a lot. Had possession of the ball when they needed to. Gave it up when when they had to. But it was a case of this was a uh, a strong Chelsea side against an understrength Manchester City side. Let's see what it's like in the next FA Cup when it comes around, Funny enough, again this season. So let's see what happens. Moving on to Arsenal versus Brighton Hove Albion. By the way, congratulations to Chelsea. I almost forgot about that. I'm not going to forget. By the way, um, when we're moving on to this, Arsenal versus brighton Hove valbion Arsenal were made to work for their, their, their win. Not easy. Not easy whatsoever. And it was one of those games where Brighton just basically defended as much as possible, but they defended smartly. They went out and, and blocked where they needed to. They doubled up against um, t- uh, against players who were going to be more either with the ball or without the ball. Making those runs where they needed to in Beth Mead and, and Nikita Paris. And they just basically shut most of most of it down as best as possible. Caitlin Ford had opportunities in the first half, but weren't cl- there weren't too many clear ones, as I say, and it went in as a nil nil at the start of the game. At the at the half time break, sorry. Moving on to that. They managed to get their goals Arsenal in the second half. Kim Little, Beth Mead, Leah Williamson. All three of them have been through the Joe Montemurro era. From winning the WSL a couple of seasons ago to now, basically now in this new Jonas Adewall, um, Adewall, um era. Where now they were into the FA Cup final. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens because this is a big test. And the next five games will shape how both Arsenal and Chelsea set up massively. They've got Champions League games in between, but they've also got WSL games in between. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in in those games. Let's see if Arsenal and Chelsea can keep up their momentum. On this, it is Arsenal and Chelsea. Congratulations to both. They will be at Wembley. And with this new era coming in with the WSL, the cash that's come in, the women's FA Cup getting the sponsorship is getting. It's going to be a new era to see what's going on in this final. So, let's see who starts off the era with a trophy. That's what I'm going to say. I will be there. I hope to see you there myself. Moving on, we've had that as our roundup. The first game of the weekend this weekend was Aston Villa 0-0. Chelsea one. Goal scored by Fleming. She basically gambled. Gambled is is the best way to put it. Um, gambled in a sense of getting a t- taking a risk to get herself into a position where she could score. Now the ball did drop over one of the Aston Villa defenders' heads, and I would question it in a sense of at the time. I don't know the trage- uh, trajectory of the ball, but I feel like they could have got their head to the ball and stopped her from getting in in behind. As such, it was basically all Chelsea. They didn't really have too many opportunities, but they did control the game with the ball. So, as they say in football, if you don't have the ball, you can't win the game. You also can't lose, but you cannot win. So, with Aston Villa having to try and work on the counter-attack, a lot of their work was defending. Managed to defend quite well, but not in the sense of actually winning the ball in high and wide positions or high and centrally. They had to win it a little bit more deeper, more closer to their goal, which meant that most of their running was always going to be something closer towards the 18-yard box than the 6-yard. They did have opportunities, but very few and far between. Well done to Chelsea. That's one of a few games that they've got coming up in between now and the final. Moving on. We move on, and we have the next result on the day as well. Everton nil, Brighton of and Hove Albion won. This game, I didn't actually get to see the game, but to say that the goal came in the second half is an understatement. It seems like most teams were cancelling each other out this weekend, especially as you're coming back from a international ble- inter- Blake break. International break. Um of about three weeks, so they haven't really been around. they have now having to get back and get used to each other and try and get back into, into the swing of things. And now we're here. Now we're here. So with the goal coming in the second half, maybe it's something that people need to look at in terms of not every game's going to be the fastest as it is, especially when you've not been around um, playing with your teammates for about nearly a month, three weeks to a month. And you're having to start bringing things um, towards the the top levels again. One of the things that happened over that time is Everton almost, uh, also brought in a new manager. The former Leon manager kept coming in to basically put his stamp on Everton Football Club and to show where Everton can go. So he's a former... He's a former... Winner of the Women's Champion uh, Champions League, with the team, with the team in 2018, I believe. I can't remember who what year he won it, but he has won it in this in the, he has won it in the in the past, and now that he's here at Everton Women, guess what? It's going to be a big big um signing for them, to see where they can go in the future. So just. Just trying to find out Jean-Luc Vasseur. That's his name. Don't forget it. Don't forget it, guys. I know I have. Try not to forget it. But John luc Vasseur has come in as a, new, as a new Everton manager. And hopefully, this result, he can rubbish away as it's his first game. Trying to see what works with, with Everton women. As it's a different country. A completely different setup, and hopefully a completely different team that he can take towards the top of the WSL, competing against Chelsea, competing against Manchester City, competing against Arsenal. All of those top teams coming through. But the team that's in form at the moment, Brighton and Hove Albion, they've managed to get another win despite the the FA Cup loss. They managed to get another win this weekend. They won their last game against Spurs. They've now got another another win against Everton, winning it with a goal in the 61st minute from Whelan. Well done. Brighton now getting their goals going forwards. The next ones I'm going to be talking about happen today. It's Tottenham Hotspur versus Manchester United. What a game this was. Two teams that were playing against windy conditions. I did watch this game, by the way. Um, two teams playing in windy conditions. A lot of head injuries that really started to show that the game wasn't going to be as fluid as it could be because there was a lot of stoppages. The goals coming in funnily off stoppage time in the first half, stoppage time in the second half. So, uh Russo getting her, her goal in the in the the first half for Manchester United and um, what a goal it was. Cutting in from uh, from the right-hand side and rifling it above the goalkeeper's head. And that was the first goal and then the second one for well, the equaliser that's coming in in the f- literally the last two minutes of the of the game, where Tottenham Hotspurs had a had a free kick, and whether it was to do with the wind, whatever it was, Percival managing to get the ball in the back of the net from a f- direct from a free kick, and what a goal, brilliant! So what a way to just crown it. They could have lost it. They've never never taken a point off of Manchester United, either at home or even just in the WSL. Since uh, coming into the WSL, they've never taken a point off of Manchester United. They now have. Well done to Spurs. Well done to Manchester United. Manchester United will feel like they could have got a second goal, but they never did. And Spurs managed to get themselves into the game where they had the chances. They did have more possession of the ball. But... Just never really had the opportunities to put the ball in the back of the net until that last moment. So well done to Spurs. They did have, like as I said, they had chances but never really had clear cut. That's what I'm going to say. Birmingham City versus Reading. Come to the end of this game. I was watching in the second half. Birmingham City nil. Reading three. They had a lead from the second half. It was nil nil at halftime. And you're thinking for a Birmingham City side that are Basically towards the bottom of the league, you are hoping that they, not just with one goal, but they can probably build on it. So at halftime, it was nil-nil. And then all of a sudden, Natasha Dawi gets a goal. And we start from there to start seeing that Reading really wanted to get those goals a little bit more. They started to play some good football after, after getting that goal. And then Rhodes got a goal in the 54th minute and then in the foot, 71st to round off what was a good Reading display on the pitch at St. Andrews. Difficult for Birmingham City as they're still with one point, but at the same time, they're not bottom of the league. So that's half half the battle done, but they definitely need to get some wins underneath them at some point. So hopefully they do. And hopefully it will be in their next game. You never know. You never know. Leicester City against Manchester City, what a game this was, first goal coming in the first minute, Sigsworth, managing to get a goal in the first minute of the game against Manchester City, and you're thinking alright, well they've now got the leads, but after a while they started to sit back, they started to hold, and I don't know if that was by design in terms of their positioning and stuff like that, so I watched the first half of this, but It was just interesting that, by design, they were on the counter-attack for most of this. Again, respecting Manchester City and not necessarily giving them too much space and possibly just using their their time just to try and just chill, essentially. Just chill um, in front of goal. Not give them spaces to score, but especially when you've got Lauren Hemp, it's a little bit tricky and... At one point, there was a substitution in the first half made, which didn't actually work out in in the end. In fact, it probably worked out to the detriment of not only the player, but the team. So, first goal came in from Sigsworth from there, and then Webb went and scored the first of the equal, well, the equaliser on the 24th minute. Great finish, first time. And then Walsh had a shot from outside the box, Managing to rifle it home from a distance. What a goal from there. Lauren Hemp getting her goal from uh, from the left-hand side, which then you know it's done in the 71st minute. And then Coombs with the last goal in the 83rd. Tough tough result for Leicester City to take, especially when they took the lead. But you need to go and win your games. If you take the lead, you've got to, you've got to see, try and see it out at least. Or just don't score in the first, in the first minute. That's more of a criticism from myself, and I apologize. That's not that's not how I'm going to do it. Just as long as just as long as teams can try and hold out, it's probably best to do so. And regardless of when you score, just try and hold out. Maybe get a second goal on on the break, or even just keep uh, keep playing the way that you play. It might give you the win as much as possible. Leicester with their first season in the in the league, finding it maybe tricky, but at the same time, it's a new it's a new experience and they've just got to build upon the successes of where they were last season and hopefully get them wins um, to keep them in the league at the moment their biggest game will probably be against Birmingham City and that's the game that they probably need to get a win from same thing with Birmingham City so at some point when that game comes up I know full well that that's going to be the game that everybody's going to look at and go wow it's going to be it's going to be challenging it's going to be challenging Moving on to the next game and the final game of the weekend, Arsenal 4, West Ham United 0. Again, it was a tricky one for Arsenal because they had a lot of the possession, as you would expect. West Ham having having some of the ball, but not all of it. This was a game that I didn't get to watch, but it'll be interesting to see what the highlights are like. Whereas, Kim Little got our first goal in the first half and they managed to score... With five, with six minutes to go, the only thing that I will say is, with six minutes to go, they've they've scored, so it means that it's a good thing that West Ham have done. They've managed to stop West, um, Arsenal from scoring, but at the same time, it's they haven't quite made it to where Brighton did. They haven't quite made it, but it's a good, it's a good start. It's a good start. The next goal that can, comes in is from Kim Little again. Kim Little scoring the goal in the 52nd minute with Mead scoring in the 61st. And they're on a little bit of a run at the moment with Kim and, and with Kim Little and Beth Mead scoring in, in um, back-to-back games. So you never know if they can do it again in the next game. Then, interesting. Fisk with the last goal. And it was an own goal, which is unfortunate. But West Ham can count themselves unfortunate that the goals came when they do because that's when... Arsenal seem to get most of their goals at the moment within that 45 to 65 minute period where they just go and try and win the game as much as possible. If they haven't got the goals in the first half, be sure that they'll probably try and get some goals in that period of time in the second second half. And that was the last game of of the weekend. So with the results... Arsenal are up to, well, Arsenal stay top, Chelsea in second, Spurs third despite loss. Manchester United on five on five on point, um, 11 points in fifth, Brighton on 12, 12 points in fourth and West Ham see up the top six with eight points. It's going to be an interesting weekend next weekend because I think there's going to be some big games. There's going to be some really big games to start off with. The... North London derby next week Saturday is coming up the North London derby next week I hope you've got a front row seat for this one because it's not going to be an easy one away for for Arsenal and it's going to be one of those where if you get the chance to watch it you're going to see a good match Um, we've also got Everton against Manchester United on the Sunday We've also got Birmingham City against Aston Villa. Another derby next week at St Andrews. Brighton-Halbion against Leicester City. Hopefully Leicester City will claim their first win. You never know. Or Brighton will continue their good, their good form for the season. You never know. Manchester City against Chelsea. The big game coming back around. And West Ham United against Reading. What those games are going to do for the WSL before Christmas is going to be interesting I can guarantee it so with that in mind I'm going to be signing off oh before I do before I do I'm going to just give a good shout out to Carly Lloyd she's had an impressive career starting from 1987 all the way up all the way up until 2021 What? A career that is. She's been at the top of the game all the way. She's won World Cups. She's done it. She's done it all. She's been a World Player of the Year. She's had a, a medal at the Olympics, two medals, I believe, at the Olympics. And she's been a player of the, a Player of the Year as well. It's been an amazing career that she's had, and I hope she enjoys the retirement as well. Well done, Carly Lloyd. You deserve it. Hopefully, hopefully. The Americans will shine a light on your career towards the World Cup coming in. I'm signing off now. I hope you've had a great weekend. A, I hope you get the chance to watch the games in person. It's going to be one not to forget, not to miss. Speak soon. Ciao. Join the Pitch Talk revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website. www.pitch-talk.com.